Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. You can find me on Twitter at DanHarris80. Back with me, thank goodness, is my, whatever you want to call him, co-host, whatever, Matt Peral. You can find him on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, how is, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, I, apparently, we made a couple of people mad because we weren't able to get together and do our usual show. But uh, how was your holiday? How you doing? It was great. I'm great. Uh, I, I'm excited for the week. I'm glad we took the week off. We dodged a bullet and... Uh, look, I think we predicted it way back in the beginning in September when we were kind of mapping out what weeks we were going to take off. I think it was always trying to take off the Thanksgiving Day week and then week 17, which is obviously the worst week to bet in, right. in, in, in the NFL. So I think so far, even though we haven't played as perfectly as we would have liked, I think as to when we took the week off, that was a good week to pass and say, no, thank you. Now, just to cl- a couple things to clarify. Number one, this one, remember, you're the other ones. You're in the Circa. You're yep. in the Super Contest. This one only goes through week 16. So we have to take another buy by week 16. So we actually- well, even, even week 16, I would take off. Yeah. Like, well, well, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll get through everything. But yes, okay. you are correct. We did, in fact, move up in the standings by taking a bye week because that's what it was. And there were the weird, there were a couple of weird things like the Saints, those lines are locked in, right? So the Saints laying six and a half to the Broncos were locked in before you realize that the Broncos were going to be playing without a QB. So there were, you know, a game or two that we probably could have gone, but yeah, it was not a good week for anybody last week. But uh, let's get into it for this week because it's interesting. You like this slate, don't you, Matt? Yes. You do, huh? I have All seven right. games that I would bet. All right. Well, we'll talk about it. I've got I've got a few, but uh, I'm not I'm not I'm not feeling it like crazy. But we'll get into it. Uh, my usual recommendations before we start: join our Discord channel, bet, bettingpros.com/chat. Totally free. Just come talk about sports gambling with other people who are also interested. In it. Also, check out our prop bet cheat sheet over at bettingpros.com/props. Compares consensus projections to available props in the market generally, but also that are in your jurisdiction. I'm from New Hampshire. The only place I can bet is on DraftKings. So when I go there, it shows me the available props and the best recommendations for DraftKings props. Third, if you want more props, you want more bets, tune in, make sure, Sunday morning, youtube.com slash bettingpros. Matt does a live stream, 11 a.m. to noon. He talks about his best plays. We talk about props. I always give him a couple of my props before, you know, on the night before when I do my projections. And again, that's really what I do. I do projections for every player for our fantasy purposes. And that really helps with prop bets. And on Saturday nights, late night, I do a big sweep of them. I go through and then I take a look at the props. I try to give Matt two or three. I think I'm on a pretty good streak here. Do you do projections for every player? I do projections for basically every player. I don't go crazy with like, if I was going to rank somebody as the 115th wide receiver, like I, I have a projection for them, but I'm not willing to like go crazy. But yes, I project every player from every game, Matt. Oh That's my how we roll. That's how we roll at Fantasy Pros, baby. We don't we don't take anything for granted. That is why I'm the 17th most accurate ec- fantasy ranker wow. in, in the nation. That's right, man. I, I don't That's joke good. around. That's why I'm up till two in the morning on Saturdays redoing my projections. It's all for you, people. It's all, all right, for Well, everybody. I need to get, see, this is, I, I, I was talking to my producer on the, on the, on my radio show today. Yep. You have not been on my radio show yet. I know, so and I need, it is I, a big problem in our relationship. If you know why I'm I, salty, sometimes. I, I need I need to fix that. So we're going to fix that next week. We're going to okay. rectify that because I don't. I, it was weird. I was going through, and so my other two partners in, in the circuit in the Westgate, yep. they do weekly appearances, and like my producer was like, "So why isn't Dan Harris coming on the show?" <laughs> and I was like. You know what? It's a really good point. It's I have Dan in here on the show, so right. we will fix that. We will. You think fix. I haven't noticed that, Bubba? All right, <laughs> we will fix that. So, <laughs> so look, last week, like I said, we did not play in the DraftKings contest. It was our planned week off, but we did move up. So we are basically at I will call it in the top forty percent. Now that's not Ooh. good enough to cash. But here's the deal: Matt and I are twenty-eight and twenty-seven on the season, so that's fifty point nine percent. That is not going to do it in terms of actually cashing. But if you look right now, Matt, in the money right now are 60%. Now, if we essentially what we need to really do, we've got 15 picks left because we've got four weeks. We are mandatory one week by. So we're going to make three more weeks, five picks each. This will probably be one of them. We've got to basically blow it out to finish and to finish in the money. But it's probably four. Uh, my guess is uh, not how many 14 and one. So we basically can lose probably one game over the next three weeks. So we got we to blow it out. If we out, go man. 14 and one, we're going to be over 60%, aren't we? By I, don't th- I think that equals, I think that equals 60%. You out there listening, you check. But if we're 28 and 27. Right. 
and we go 14 and 1, and we're, what is that, 42 and 28, 42 out of 60. We're going to do this right now. This is riveting podcasting. Hold on. <laughs> 42 out of 60. I'm going to say it's 65%. All right. Let's, well, maybe Matt's right. All right. Oh, wait. You're right. Maybe I'm crazy then. You're right. Maybe that's way more. Yeah. What is it? This says 70. So maybe yeah, I'm just I mean, crazy. That's way over. I mean, 14. We close 14 and all 1. Right. We're, we're going to be up in super oh, contest. You know what I th- historically. All right. All right. You know what I think I did? I think I. That's right. Okay. Well, I don't know. What? Whatever. Okay. We need to do. Aren't you the math guy? I know. Come on this now. is why. This is why I have a model. <laughs> this is why I have a model. I, I make sure my spreadsheets do it all for me. But yeah. Okay. That's my bet. Either way, we're going to go fifteen out of fifteen for the next uh, pick. So whatever. God. I, mean, I think. It, but I'll say this: If we were to go fifteen and zero in the next three weeks, we win the thing. Uh oh. I don't know about that. I'm telling you right now: if, if we close at fifteen and zero, okay, we win the thing. Okay. Now, we're not going fifteen and zero. We're not going weeks, just hypothetically, but we we win the thing if we wind up if we're if we're oh, I sixteen know picks I over five hundred. I know what thing. I did. I know what I did. I put in the wrong number of total picks. That's why I had it totally confused. It's completely okay. my bad. I don't know what we need to do, but we need to do better than we're doing. <laughs> yes. So let's yes, get yes. started. My bad, everybody. I'm better with numbers. I promise. Um. All right, Matt. As usual, you you start us off. Start us off with the pick. Let's see what we've got. What's your number one pick of the week? Seven games I like. Let's just start with the one that I think I like the number. Mm-hmm. I like the number that we're getting. I like the team. I like the matchup. I like the injury situation. And I like the historical numbers against this team. The Rams own the Cardinals. The Rams are on the road. The Rams, the Rams are laying less than a field goal. And I know that road favorites last week and the week before have been death. I totally understand it. Kyler Murray is not healthy. Yeah. The Patriots showed it last week that without Kyler Murray, that team doesn't do anything. Okay, You can have Hopkins all you want, but you've got a great DB that can take away Hopkins on this Rams team, and you're left with trying to score and run the football against Aaron Donald and company. This is a bad week for the Cardinals. They're catching the Rams at the wrong time. Bounce back spot for the Rams under a field goal on the road. I love the Rams minus two and a half this week. Do you worry? Uh, what if Murray is healthy? Uh, Murray was not healthy last week. A hundred percent agree. We don't know, though, whether or not this is an injury that's going to linger for the whole season. Do we? I mean, well, it's it, a shoulder injury for a dude who's pretty frail. Yeah. And he's got a rib thing, too, supposedly. So it's it's a couple right. of things. It's mounting. He's not that big. And he's got Aaron Donald to deal with. Yeah. So. I, I think it's a bad situation for the Cardinals. And historically speaking, the last last year in week 17, in week 13, it was 31-7 and 31-24, the wins for the Rams. Yeah. It makes me a little nervous. It's not it's not a game that I'm on one way or another, but it's a game that I'm... What makes me a tiny bit nervous, I agree with you, Murray's shoulder, I think, completely changes. You saw it last week, uh, mm-hmm. of course, with the way he played against the Patriots. What makes me a little nervous... I mean, the Cardinals blitz a lot. You know what Goff does under pressure. I, you, this is like a must-win game for the Cardinals. What are they, 6-5 and five at this yep. point? It's a must-win game for the Cardinals. I think the Rams are a better team. So under a field goal, I completely understand it. But It's a must-win the- for the Rams too, though. It's true. Uh, well, yeah. I mean... If they want to win the division, they've got to win this game. I mean, yeah. th- these are games they've got to have. And Seattle's got the easiest schedule of all the four teams left to go in the division. It's true. So it's true. They, they, they've got... I mean, if they want to win the division and they want to avoid... I mean, they're not going to get the one seed. But if they want to avoid, you know, not having... Going on the road, nothing that matters this year, going on the road. But it's better to play at home than on the road. Yeah. You've you got to win this game. You, just, you have to win this game. All right, I'm going to put it in the maybe category. I will say that 64% of the experts on uh, our bet analyzer are on Arizona. And, I, I, you know, just tossing the game up in the air, I kind of, you know, it was a maybe for me. I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. I, I could go either way. But I did lean Arizona a little bit just because, again, I, I thought this would be a game where, you know, it, it's a home dog. I, I know it's, it's two and a half points, not a big deal. But mm-hmm. with how much they desperately need this game with how they blitz. All right, we're going to put in the maybe. It's in the maybe okay. pile, so no problem there. Uh, for my favorite pick, I guess my number one would probably be the Pats getting a half a point from the Chargers. Now, I know it's my number now- three. What'd you say? It's my number three. Okay, so we can we just basically put it in? Yep. All right, so I really what this just comes down to is coaching. Uh, I mean, I, I can throw out everything else that's going on. I know Newton's a little banged up. He's on the injury report. 
That's fine. I know the Pats kind of, I feel like we haven't gotten a great read on the Pats this year. Nobody has. Nobody has. But what we do have a pretty good read on probably is the Chargers, who at this point just, it's just, you know, the coaching is going to make up for whatever happens in this game. There's such well, we a saw dis- it in the playoffs, right? We, we, yeah. we, we've seen it before when Anthony Lynn has gone up against Belichick. It's been a complete mismatch. And look, they're 3-8. and eight. Anthony Lynn's comments this week about the fact that they're not making the playoffs. Uh, have you ever heard a coach say that in the middle of the year? Like, no. We're, we're done. Like, not like, well, we need some help. We got to win out. Like, they're, they're not mathematically eliminated. Like, if they won every game and they right. went 8-8, eight and eight, like they would have a chance to get in, maybe not, maybe not get in, but they'd have at least been in the, in the conversation. And Anthony Lynn's like, "Yeah, we suck, and we're not making the playoffs." Like, yeah, that was, I mean, I, I legitimately think back to Rex Ryan's first year with the Jets, where they lost a game that they assumed that they would win, and he originally was like, "Okay, I guess we've been eliminated," because he thought mathematically wasn't. And I was like, "Oh no." You can still go if you win out, including a game against the undefeated Colts and like eight other things happen. And he was like, yeah, this is going to happen. We're, we're going to make the playoffs. We've got it. And they did. And yeah. it was highly unlikely that that would happen. But still, the sort of you you're in it until you're not in it anymore. Right. But I don't have you ever seen a game bungled like that at the end of the end of the game with the, what the Chargers did last week, Matt? Like, uh, I, I don't no. think I've ever seen that. I, I mean, I, I've also never seen a coach down 10. With two seconds left, run the kicker onto the field. <laughs> he had the kicker. Somebody had to remind him, and this is where I think gambling came in. Yeah. Somebody got into his ear and said, hey, by the way, the line's five and a half. <laughs> yeah. Kick it a field goal. We don't cover. Right. Oh, okay. Justin, get back out there. Run a play. Right. Uh, he was going to kick terrible. a field goal down 10. Yeah. I mean, this guy is just, yeah. I mean, get rid of him immediately. If you don't, don't want to do it now, immediately after the year is over because that is a coveted job. That is an unreal job with Justin Herbert sitting there. Speaking of prop bets, if you want to talk about passing yards for Herbert, I think he's going to pass all over the Patriots. I think he's going to have a huge game throwing the football. I just, I think the Patriots are going to bend, don't break in the red zone and they're going to hold them to field goals. And then on the other side, I think the Patriots are going to be able to move the ball enough and run the ball enough. Eckler coming back is a big deal for the Chargers. It scares me. I'm not going to deny that. But, There are some real ticks and tells when it comes to what Herbert does, and I think Belichick is going to take advantage of that. I think Keenan Allen will just be swallowed by Stephon Gilmore. And you so think Gilmore is going to take Allen though? I mean, he comes out of the slot is would be my worry about what. I mean, Gilmore. historically speaking, that's what's happened. I mean, I, I was. I mean, I'll, I'll give credit mm-hmm. to, no, to no. the. I'll give credit to the NFL Network for this, but the NFL Network has has, has the stats of when these two guys when they play. Yep. Gilmore's been on Keenan Allen. I think he's got three catches on like fifteen targets. Right. Uh, yeah. So well, like, you know, I mean, look, you know that what the Patriots do on yeah. defense is they figure out where you want to go and they manage to take that away and they force you to go to your secondary options. Really, in the end, they all, again, we don't we're not we don't know what the number is for Herbert. And I love Herbert this week, of course. The only thing that worries me a little bit is the fact that, you know, the Patriots are, you know, they have the fewest, you know, they, nobody runs any plays against them because they run the ball so much. Yeah. The clock keeps moving and everything like that. Right. But we'll get to the prop bets when the numbers come out. Of course, either way, we both like this game. That's one yep. we agree on. Let's go to your next one. Number two for me, I am going to take a number here, just like the Rams minus two and a half. Mm -hmm. That number is three uh, for the Westgate. So you get a better number here with the DraftKings. And I I like the hook here with the Texans against the Colts. I I can't believe this is the game that you're going to, but go ahead. Go ahead. Really? So you like like the Colts? Well, I mean, here's, I I don't like the hook. I agree. And I saw you posted it. I think you retweeted the number in the circuit, I think, and it was three, right? Uh, yeah, it's three in the circuits, three and a half in the Westgates, three and a half in the DraftKings. Yeah. So I, at three, I, I really like, and I've locked it in at three for Indy actually, because here's, here's the way I'm thinking, Matt, you take away Will Fuller. I mean, have you seen Deshaun Watson's numbers when yeah. you take away Will Fuller? It, yeah, it's, it's, it's big. Who, who are they going to throw There's the There's a bigger to? problem. There's a bigger Go, problem. Go ahead. This Colts defense is overrated. And without COVID, with, with, with the COVID issues that they've got, still with guys being out, key guys being out due to COVID, I just, I, these games in the AFC South have been shootouts. They've been up up and down, back and forth. Texans are at home. I think it's a three-point game, and I think it's a hook. I, I think it's the three and a half and take the home dog at three and a half when everyone's going to be on the Colts. You might, by the time this game kicks, I expect this number to be four, maybe even four and a half for Indy. Really? Yeah, I think everyone's gonna be on the Colts. I think I think I think the Colt money's gonna come pouring in, and everyone's gonna look at because what you're saying, everyone knows the Will Fuller storyline. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and, and everyone's just going to run with this Will Fuller. Without Will Fuller, they stink. Oh, they had problems with you know cheating and you know big shock. Their strength coach got busted. You know, and yeah. now and, and now everyone's getting busted. So it's you know, I, I just I feel like the storyline's going all against what's happening, and I just don't trust this indie offense right now because of the injuries that they've got and yeah. the fact that Rivers is banged up. So I mean, we, we don't know. Is Rivers going to play for sure? We don't even know. Well, that that's for, fair. For sure. I mean, he does have the toe injury. Yeah, he maybe not, but I assume he's going to be out there. But I mean, you can give it to any one of those three backs and just let them run all day long. And I, I get that they've got problems on the offensive line a little bit. I think Kelly is going to come back. He's practicing fully at least. But I mean, the Texans can't stop the run. Bradley Ro- Roby's out as well. I mean, yep. you know, who's going to stop Pittman when they do throw it? I just don't know how the Texans are going to be able to stop Indianapolis in this game. And I, I, you know, Watson is, is fantastic. Maybe David Johnson comes back in this game, but I mean, Kiki QT as your number yep. two wide receiver. Ak- Akins has had a couple of big games. He was kind of silent last week, but he's had yeah, some he could have caught two touchdowns last week. That's he's, fair. Yeah. He's had a, he said a couple of, he said a couple of, he ripped, ripped the Patriots. I mean, yeah. a huge game with the Patriots and it's yeah. Deshaun Watson. I mean, yeah. it's, maybe it's more Watson running the football, him picking up first downs. I thought we for, hated for him. Texans. I thought that was our thing. I thought I do know. hate the Texans. I always, I, I always am wrong with the Texans except yeah. for spots like this, because I think the Colts, everybody thinks this Colts defense is, this is world beater defense. And I'm like, you well, look up I mean, they got their, they got the, you know, the roof blown off last game against yeah. the Titans. So this seems like more of a bounce back spot for me for the Colts and the Texans coming off a big win against a, a putrid Lions team. It almost seems like this is the spot to buy the Colts, not the Texans. And after. I think, and, I, and that's why I'm going to go against that theory. Okay. Because I think everyone's going to be on that and everyone's going to take at the Wolf Fuller angle. So for me, I get three and a half here. I get the, the hook is a big deal to me. And yeah. I like the three and a half. I like it less than three and a half. And as you said, you you think it's going to keep moving and go to four. And I guess I could see that. This strikes me as something where if the, you're right, the books will be fine to hold it at where it is at three and a half. Yep. But regardless, I mean, I, I can't do it, man. I'm on the other side. So I'm, I'm not going to push. I'm not going to, you know, debate it like to try to be like, no, no, let's go on the other way. But, you know, I, I don't <laughs> think the Texans, I don't think they can roll without Fuller, man. I, I've seen it too often with what happens and that was with deandre hopkins now you've got just brandon cooks who's a a talented player but man i just don't see how they stop the colts on either side without roby roby was like their one guy in their secondary that could really sort of maybe take on a cornerback even though he hadn't played that well lately without (laughs) why i don't know (laughs) we we know why now why oh yeah right we know why right whatever will fuller was having i'll you know make me up a little cocktail that i'll I'll take double but uh (laughs) I'm going to go to my next game. I wonder how you feel about this one, Matt, because it involves our two teams. And I know it's a, I know it's the hook, but I don't care that they're going across town. I don't care that Jacobs hasn't practiced. Oh, seven, it's, late, seven, it's, it's on my list. For the Raiders? Yeah. Yes. So you're, okay. Raiders. Because it, it's eight and a half in, uh, it, it's eight and a half in, in the Westgate. Yeah. Raiders so it's, a point, it's a full point. The line's nine already. Yeah, it's gonna it's gonna go to ten, and when it gets yeah. to ten, I'll bet the Jets. Sure, sure, I'm totally fine with that. But right now, Raiders laying seven and a half points to the Jets. Now, what is the Aguilar hasn't practiced with an ankle injury? Do we know anything about? I mean, when did I don't know when it that doesn't happened. matter to me. I mean, okay. I mean, the only thing that scares me is this: three, all three starting wideouts are back for the Jets. Yes, and Sa- and Sam Darnold. Okay. They they scored. Three points last week with that exact scenario, though, against the Dolphins. They were all back last week. Oh, they, I thought I thought one of them no. missed last week. No, all three were back last week. They scored three points. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was on, I was on the Dolphins last week in the Circa. Um, yeah. And minus seven. Hey, look, I, I think at seven and a half, it's it's a value play for me. It's the right side, I believe. Yep. And, and I think the line's just going to climb. I think they, they, for whatever reason, it's, you know, everyone's going to remember what happened last week. Uh, the Jets were the team last year that the Raiders went across the country yes. and got destroyed yep. in week 12. Yep. So they've already gotten that out of their system. Right. And with how angry John Gruden was after the loss to the Falcons, I- I'd be surprised if Derek Carr is not coming out and playing really well this week. Yeah, that was really that's that's the spot where they that that's last year's that's this year's version yep. of last year's game against the Jets. So that's sort of that. This is a, a perfect spot for them to be angry and bounce back. I don't care if Jacobs plays. I think Devontae Booker will be more than fine. I think they'll yep. be able, Darren Waller is going to go nuts. 
that, you know, whether or not Aguilar plays, give me Henry Ruggs, give me Hunter Renfro. It's it's not going to matter. And the Jets are abysmal. They're just a terrible football team. If you're telling me I can get them at close to a touchdown, even with the hook, I don't care. So great. Yeah, And, and the full point of value, I think, matters to that the West gets at eight and a half and we're yep. at seven and a half. So we're getting a full point there. So I like that a lot from a. You know, from a value standpoint and an evaluation standpoint, Vegas is telling you that this this number should be higher. Yep, absolutely. Okay, so we've got two two so far. That that's that's good. Let's go to your next one. All right, I'm going with a play that I've gone back and forth with, but our number is different than the number in the Westgate here. Kansas City's minus thirteen and a half under fourteen. Given what's going on with the Denver Broncos. And given the fact that there are some real questions right now going on with what the Chiefs are looking like. I like the Chiefs minus 13 and a half here to just go and put up a big number and kind of quiet down some people because they had a chance to just annihilate the Tampa Bay Bucks and they took their foot off the gas for whatever reason. They've looked bored and uninterested, but I don't think Drew Locke's got much. I don't think this defense is going to be able to stop. And this is a big rivalry game for the Chiefs at home. There'll be some fans there. I just think Kansas City destroys Denver. Minus and it's Denver. Sunday night football, right? Is it I Sunday night so, football? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is, right? I'm, I'm oh. related to 13 and a half. Okay, I don't hate it, and my guess is we're going to put it in. Um, I worry a little bit about the backdoor cover because they do have a, a, you know, Kansas City does have a little bit of a history here of not, not you know, not going full out once the game well, is over. Well, they haven't covered in three straight games. That's what I'm saying. So, it's three a, against, so I, but I think they're going to hear that. I, I think that chatter is getting loud. And people are saying, can you play four, you know, four quarters? Can yeah. you keep it? Can you keep your foot down for all four quarters without being bored and disinterested? And look, they only had 101 yards in the second half of total offense against Tampa. Yeah, well, that that shouldn't have happened. They should have been up by 40 in that yeah. game. As somebody so, who who had the Bucks plus three and a half, I was totally fine with it. But yes, I get it. Go what ahead. What a lucky guys. Uh, totally lucky fine. Stars. I'd rather be lucky. That's fine. Yes, totally I agree. fine. But a gift from the referees. Uh, like I I heard. Hey, you know what? Uh, by the way, this is a good plug, Matt, for the Daily Juice, because one of my favorite episodes was this past week <laughs> where you were talking about that game and the Chargers, and you were breaking that part of it down as well. Even though I think you won because you had the teaser on the Chargers. Yeah, I right? won that bet, but both yeah. those bets were done because I think that there are some real concerns with referees yeah. not wanting to be the story. Yeah, and so they're, they're they're petrified of. I'm not saying they're fixing games. I'm saying they're scared to be the story. Right, and so they were afraid that they had just done that Patrick Mahomes pass interference call, and that they were going to be the story because it was going to be a field goal by the Chiefs, and then mm-hmm. the game is over, and the primetime afternoon slot, no one's watching anymore because the game's over. Yep. So they want the drama. They, and, and the way to get the drama is to keep that game within 10 points. Yep. And so they threw flag, 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 and they weren't the story anymore. It was yep. the near comeback, and the Chiefs became the story. Yeah. So I'm going to put that one in pencil. My guess is that's going in, but okay. I'm, I'm totally fine with that. And I, you know, <laughs> from a purely personal standpoint, there are a few things I enjoy more, generally speaking, than betting on Mahomes. Now, I haven't right. done it in a few weeks, so that's probably why I feel <laughs> that way, considering they haven't covered. But yeah, I, I think that's going to be one that we'll put in. I'm, I'm fine with that. How do you feel, Matt, about one of the next ones? Now, I actually kind of went back and forth a little bit on this. The, the spread, though, it's under a field goal. I realize it's a, it's a home dog. So, you know, you, you think about that. But the Saints minus two and a half against the Falcons. I, I, I've kind of analyzed this both ways. I don't think that Julio Jones is going to play in this one because he practiced on Wednesday limited. Then he was out today from practice on Thursday, which isn't usually a good sign. And if Jones doesn't play... The team just doesn't play well. Now, I, I think you can throw out kind of what happened in that first game two weeks ago because they didn't even know whether or not Taysom Hill was going to play. And so they didn't know how to prepare necessarily. And Atlanta is playing better. Their defense is playing better. But if you take away Julio Jones, you might take away Todd Gurley, which I don't really know if that matters. I just feel like it's going to be tough for them to to hang with them when when Sean Payton's kind of got the bye, you know, in his sights at this point. So I would take the Saints laying two and a half on the road against the Falcons. It's on my list. And oh. I was t- I was talked into it by Eric Eager from Pro Football Focus because I was gonna I was on the Falcons till you know the- I was t- well so funny Matt I was on the Falcons originally too that's yeah. so funny that you got I was on the Falcons it. and then I had a long talk with Eric Eager on my radio show about it and he basically broke it down like this and I think it's a fair way of saying it if you go and watch the first half of the game because I was on the over for that game mm-hmm. and it's only the second time in the last twenty years where one team scored forty three points and the under actually hit so. <laughs> I had 43 points from the Falcons in a total of 54 and a half, and I missed that bet. That's yeah. how bad I have been gambling over the last seven days. Right. That, that type of 
once in a blue moon, twice in 20 years type of freak show game happens mm-hmm. when I'm on the over and 43 points on one side scores and the, and the Raiders do nothing. If you look at the 43 points, it was all done basically in the last third of the game through turnovers and mistakes by the Raiders. Yeah. So three and outs and four turnovers for the Raiders and a pick six and whatnot. You have to get that again if you're going to back the Falcons because their offense did not do very much. Yep. So going into this game against the Saints, it's like, okay, how big of a drop-off is Taysom Hill to this year's version of Drew Brees? Not the historic Drew Brees, this year's version of Drew Brees. And up to this point, I haven't seen that big of a drop-off with their offense. Different guys are getting the football. But their offense, as a productive, as being able to produce, has not had that mediocre, you know, fall off the table. Taysom Hill can't play the position that people thought was going to happen here. I'm laying less than a field goal, and I got the Saints defense and Matt Ryan without Julio Jones. Yeah, Saints yeah. minus two and a half. I mean, I think it's a little weird because I don't feel like I have a good sense of how to analyze Hill yet. This last game against the Broncos was—you can throw that entire yes. thing out, like right? They Agreed. scored a touchdown, and it was this game is over. So yeah. that—that's really all it was. I'd like to see Kamara get more involved. I mean, he yet barely involved in the passing game at all the past couple of games. But I think when he needs to, when he needs to go beyond just the, you know, running quarterback that he's been doing so effectively, I think he completed 18 of 23 in that first game against Atlanta. Anyway, he can throw the ball. He can throw the ball to Michael Thomas. So it just, you know, it's funny because originally I was also on Atlanta, but the more I kind of dug into it, especially again with the pessimistic reports here about Jones and maybe Gurley. I would rather just take, you know, a team the same. If anything, like I'm, I'm happy to rely on the Saints defense. It's been playing well, and I think they're going to have a good game here. So, OK, I'll put that one in. Then that's good. We're on the same side. Go ahead. You got any more that you like? One more. And it's I'm fading myself because I want to take this team because I have been profitable with this team. I okay. like this team a lot. It was my team of the year coming into the season. But I'm going to take the five and a half with the Browns against the Titans. Wow. And and I think this is a low scoring. I think this is a fast moving game. You're talking about both teams that are just going to line up and run the football. And it's Chubb versus uh, Henry. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a three point win for the Titans. It opened up at three and a half. It's been bet up to five and a half now to six at some books. And it's climbing. I just think at five and a half and six, I just think you take the points here and take the dog and, and look for a 24-20 win for the Titans. Interesting. So I, I actually, this is, I, I don't have a lean whatsoever on this game. Like I, I really don't, I don't know how to feel. I knew we weren't going to be talking. I frankly, I thought we just weren't going to be talking much about this game because it was a five and a half. So I knew you couldn't take the Titans because I yep. know you hate doing that with any favorite yep. laying five and a half. But I didn't think that you'd go against the Titans, especially not, how they live there. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how good the Browns are. This is really. I agree. Right. Don't they but have a negative they don't, point? They don't need to be good here. They just yeah. need to keep the game close. I don't, I don't even know win the game. But yeah. I think if it's three, I'm all over the Titans. Three and a half, I might even take the Titans. But at five and a half, I just think it's a numbers play for me more than anything. Because everything is screaming the Titans at five and a half. And I yeah. think it's going to be one of the more popular plays of the week is going to be on the Titans. Okay. So I'm just I'm fading that feeling. I'm fading that momentum because I think the Browns have the ability to run the football and keep it close yeah. and, and, and keep the football away. And yeah, the, the Browns do have a negative point differential of 21 points. Yeah. And, they, and the Titans on the other side, the Titans are plus 39. Right. But I, I just think that the Browns are giving up 286 points a game. That's not horrific. It's right. not great, but it's not horrific. They're scoring 265. But I mean, they're five and one at home. They're three and two on the road. Are they overrated at eight and three? Of course, they're overrated at eight and three. They're not going to win this game, but I think they can make enough plays given the fact that I think both teams are going to run the ball a lot that I think there's a chance the game is close. Okay. Well, I don't hate it. I want to put it on the potential list for sure because you're kind of talking me into it. You're kind of talking me into it. I I like where your head is at, and I I think it does make a lot of sense. There's going to be so much running in this game that it's just going to be ridiculous i don't you know i i hate relying on mayfield just because i watching him miss some of those throws in the end zone just pisses me off but i i will say that i think the it's probably going to be a field goal game does make sense especially you know i i also kind of like a little bit selling the titans after that ginormous win last week i i feel like they could come down there so i'll put it on the maybe list i like it all right do you have any that was it right that was your last was my seven yep all right so now I don't have any others really that I was I was leaning towards one way or the other. So let's talk through a couple of the other games. Let's see maybe if 
by talking it through, we like any of them. Let's start. And this is, I'm surprised, Matt. I'm surprised that one of the games that you are not taking is the 49ers getting one and a half against the Bills. I thought you would love to fade the Bills in this spot. I can't hear. I, I can't touch the 49ers. I just, I, what are they? I don't know. <laughs> what I are don't they? know. I, I, I don't, so, certain weeks they, they rise up and it's like, oh my gosh, they actually can run the football. And other weeks they can't tie their shoes. Yeah. So like, I, I, well, they I have most are back now. So, you know, which is you, big. You, yep. The, the, yeah. That's and gigantic. their defense, obviously they got Sherman back. So they got a little healthier at the defense. Now I don't really, I don't want this game, Matt, but I, if there were a side, I would take the 49ers. Uh, I, it's on Monday night football. Now they're not home. I don't really know whether or not that matters, right? They're playing in Arizona. I, I have no idea what that means. I mean, right. the, how do you, I mean, I think that actually is a good thing for San Francisco to kind yeah. of get out of there and just be, you know, it's, it's just a play the game. That's yep. it. And I think the first game of the two is probably better than the second game mm-hmm. because just reading the reports that, you know, the, the players aren't allowed to be around each other except for, they can't, can't communicate except for zoom. Yeah. So like, I, I guess Kyle Shanahan said to the team that, please let him know if any players are having mental problems and they're breaking down, which I don't think happens in the first week, but could happen in the second week. Okay. So I may be more concerned about next home game than this home game. All right. But I mean, it's the bills on the road. It's the bills with Josh Allen who throws picks. Yeah. The number to me, you would think this number is higher. Okay. Mm-hmm. You would think, so I think the books right there are laying the groundwork for a bit of a trap. And I think everyone comes in on Buffalo heavy yep. and then watch San Francisco win the game outright. Right. That's kind of how I thought. I thought yeah, that this possible. might be a game where peop- this is this the number to, is the ugh. number set at begging people to bet Buffalo in my mind. I, I mean, maybe it is. But I mean, I just to go ahead and take Nick Mullins nope. and say Nick nope, Mullins no, 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 is going to. No. I mean, what? Just, I, am, <laughs> I am not. I am not pounding the table for this game. I will say, though, that I, I would be on the 49ers if we want to go one way. Like, if you came in and said the Bills, which, of course, I knew you wouldn't, I would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Not, <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel good about that. But uh, I, I do lean the 49ers for basically the reasons we're discussing. But, yeah, too many variables. Okay, how about the Bears who are laying three and a half against the Lions in Chicago? I can't even, like, like what do you do with this game? Yeah. So the Lions fire Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes teams rebound and play, and sometimes teams rally. Right when they, I, I think that usually, generally speaking, there's support for the notion that teams play better the, the next first week. game. Yeah, the next after week, a coach right? gets fired. Yeah. Right. So maybe it's you know, hooray, ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Okay, maybe that works, right? And maybe there's this like win one for the Gipper thing. But I mean, the Lions are trash. Yeah. Okay. They're their roster is trash. Yeah. Aside from just the team being coached like trash, their roster is trash. Yeah. And the Bears, you want me to pick the Bay? I mean, like, I'm going to back the Bears to do anything? Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't even, like, know. <laughs> I, I would, I will be honest that I would probably be okay to back the Bears if it were three or less. Not when you're over three, because the Bears, I, I think, are going to be able to do really. To whatever they you know, whatever the high end of their limitations are on offense, I think they're going to be hit. They're going to be able to hit the high end. I think Montgomery is going to be able to run all day long. I think Allen Robinson is going to be in for a big day. And for Matthew Stafford, there's not going to be any Kenny Galladay in this game. I guess DeAndre Swift is going to play. There was all the weird stuff, you know, yeah. this morning about how it sounded like maybe he's not out of the concussion protocol. Now it says he is, but he didn't practice with an illness. Who knows? They don't have the playmakers. I think Chicago wins this game. So if I could get it at a field goal or less, I probably would like that. I don't like it, though, over a field goal at three and a half. Yeah, the line is three right now, but not for us. Correct. The line is three right now. The consensus line. If you go to bettingpros.com, you can see it. And I do have I do have it at three. I, I have placed a wager, not not a large wager, but I placed a wager at the Bears three, I don't like it at three and a half. That gets me a little nervous, and yeah. I'm certainly not back in the Lions <laughs> under any circumstances. Eagles getting eight and a half against oh. the Packers in Green Bay. So I I have Dave Sherapan, who's a longtime bookmaker, who's been on the Daily Juice a couple yep. times. He's great, and, and he's on my show all the time. So him and I went back and forth this morning on this game because this is given the last two weeks. I would not, I wouldn't take one of our valuable five picks and use this, mm-hmm. but this might be worth a money play for me because 
everyone is going to be on Green Bay. Yep. The world will yep. be on Green Bay. Yep. The number is going to go to 10. Yep. And I'm going to take the Eagles. Yep. I oh, just, yeah. I mean, it, it's eight and a half for us, right? It's eight and a half for us. So I thought about it. I mean, I really did. And if I just you would said, come in here, if you would come in here and said, I want the Eagles at eight and a half, that would be in the contest, Matt. Like, so that's I, where I'm at. I'm I not, mean, we need a fourth. So I'm not opposed to, I mean, I'm telling you, I'm going to bet this game and okay. I'm going to bet the Eagles. And, and, and Dave's, Dave thinks I'm insane. He's like, this is oh, nuts. Oh, really? Matt. I thought this strikes me as a game that uh, Dave he would thinks like. I'm nuts. He, he, he thinks I'm crazy to go ahead to go against Rogers in Green Bay like yeah, this. Yeah, that, that's I, fair. And he, he, he thinks, like, what are you doing going up against the Green Bay Packers? And, you know, given the fact that Philly can't stop anybody. But I, I just think that this is an Eagles team. I don't like Doug Peterson at all. I don't like Carson Wentz at all. No. Nope. But you're going to a part of the country where Carson Wentz played football, college football, and you're going into an environment where he needs to go and do something to justify his job. Yep. And if he takes Green Bay to the wire and they lose by a field goal, so what? Yeah. I, I just I, – I think Philly's in the game – and eight and a half is prime for a backdoor. Right. Prime for a backdoor. And you know that, uh, you know, the, the Eagles, you know, Wentz was fine last for a backdoor. Right. Exactly. Now, that's that's pretty extenuating circumstances. But yes, I agree with that. And really, the way I look at this game is that the Eagles defense is not terrible. I mean, it, it, they can stop the run at the very least. And the Packers can't stop the run. And why I realize that Seattle has a better run defense than pass defense, although they did. I mean, their defense as a whole is getting better right now. But the idea that Peterson came out and it was first and five to start that game (sighs) after the penalty and he threw three straight times, absolutely mind boggling. I think there's got to be a realization that like, look, I, I get that, you know, we want to fix Carson Wentz, but maybe the way you fix Carson Wentz is to establish your running game a little bit with Miles Sanders and everything like that. So I do think they're going to run yeah. the, run the ball a ton here against, you saw what Montgomery did last week. I think they're going to run the ball a ton in this game. It's going to drain the clock. It's going to be able to keep it close, keep Rodgers off the field. And yeah, I, I don't mind Philadelphia here. I mean, Again, this is sort of the same thing. It'd be like, are, am I really ready to back a team like the Bears or the Lions or the Eagle? Like, ugh. but if you would come and been like, oh, I'm going to put on the maybe list. And when we get to the final ones, we'll talk about it, I guess. But okay. gross. Bengals getting 11 and a half from the Dolphins in Miami. Can't do it with a backup quarterback on the road. Yep. Just can't. What do if it. it was Tua, by the way? Would it matter? Because uh, it might be Tua, you know, he's going to tell us Sunday morning. Yeah, that's the report, right? Now. No, I, I, I just, I, I'm looking at Cincy more than I am Miami. That's I what just, I'm saying. Yeah, that's I, what I'm, I'm saying. concerned about Cincinnati scoring. <laughs> like everybody's oh. loving this Miami Dolphins defense, and I just, I just don't know what the Cincy offense does. Yeah, it, it, it concerns me that all of a sudden that they may get, you know, they may actually be able to put up a number or two. So. Mm-hmm. What do, what do we do if they do that? <laughs> like, what yeah. they, if since he's scoring and they keep it and they, they lose by ten, you lose. So it's just it's too big of a number for this Dolphins team. In my oh, mind. I'm not taking the Dolphins, man. That's not what I'm saying. Oh, you're I, not taking I, the Bengals. I, I'm not taking either side. Just to okay. be clear, I'm not betting this game. <laughs> We're going anywhere near it. But I do think if there were a side to take, certainly if Tua played, I'd prefer the Bengals at eleven and a half. But I, I don't know. Eleven and a half is so many points, Matt. I, that I realize that they looked abysmal last week and they got a special teams touchdown. So that was one of the reasons why they kept it close. But still, eleven and a half points against a team that really, you know, I you know, if the Jets could have scored a touchdown last week, they cover that type right. of spread, right? So but I don't want to go near it. But no. that's just where I am. If I had to pick a side, I'd go with the Bengals, particularly if two starts. How about the Jaguars plus nine and a half against the Vikings in Minnesota? So who's playing quarterback for the Jags? For the Jaguars? Yeah. Do we know? Yeah, it's Glennon. For sure. For sure. He's been named the starter. What is going on with Minshew? Oh, nothing. The coach is just the worst coach in the world. He's back I mean, to is... being healthy. He's cleared to start. Right. And starting I mean, what, why isn't Minshew playing in this game? Because the coach is terrible. I don't I don't have an answer for you. Because they, they, they wound up losing by two to Cleveland. And maybe he thinks he wants to save his job by he thinks that gives them a better chance to win i don't know yeah there's just it's terrible that uncertainty is large to me because what if what if Minshew gets put in like in the in the first quarter yeah and things don't go well and all of a sudden he comes off the bench and he starts slinging it and then yeah. all of a sudden jacksonville's live again and it's like uh oh so i mean i would i would lean to the jags yep. if i had to take a side i'd take jacksonville but i mean 
I don't like Kirk Cousins. You know this. I, I just, do. And I know yeah. we like to fade Kirk. This is exactly yeah. what I, now I don't want this game. Just to be clear, I right. do have them at 10 and a half. The spread in our contest is nine and a half. I have the Jaguars at 10 and a half because this is the fade Kirk Cousins spot. Yes. This is. is the like quintessential fade Kirk Cousins <laughs> spot. Now it's the Jaguars, like an historically bad team that I'm not like, yeah, let's go get them. Nine and a half. That's great. <laughs> right. But if you're giving me, do- especially over 10, I am taking that. So my advice, if you're listening, if you can get it over 10 and a half, yeah, I do think the Jaguars are going to hang here because the Vikings secondary is terrible. So yeah. the Jaguars, they still put up points last week. Uh, hopefully they get Chark back. James Robinson is a stud. He's going to get his. So it, they, I think they'll be able to keep it close a little bit here. So yeah, I like them in 10 and a half, but below 10 single digits, I'm just, no, I, there are other games I'd rather go with. How about the Giants plus 10 and a half against the Seahawks in you know, Seattle? I, I, until we know about Danny Dimes and what he's doing, mm-hmm. I mean, do we do we know about him yet? So I, I think the expectation is he's going to miss the game, but he is upping in practice and he's going to travel with the team. So it's possible, but I think the expectation is Colt McCoy. Yeah, if he, if he was playing, I'd take the ten and a half. But yeah. without knowing what's going on with 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 Dan, I can't I, I can't back either side here because yeah, I, I, Seattle's at home and, and I like Seattle, but I, I think their defense is still not that great. And I know that New York defense might get victimized. I mean, everyone's getting victimized right now by the passing attack for the Seattle Seahawks. Right. So uh, I I would like to take the ten and a half points if we had Daniel Jones, but since we don't know about it, it's a no play. And even if he plays, I'm not going to feel comfortable that he's going to make it through that game right now because right. he's he it would be dicey for him to play. So I agree with you. I would rather just stay away. If we if he was coming in and fully healthy, and this was the line, I'd take it and yeah. not worry about it. I mean, Seattle always plays one score games. That's just kind of what they do with Colt McCoy and the rest of the Giants. No. I don't really feel comfortable <laughs> about that. Yeah. How about Washington? Last two games here, Washington plus eight and a half against Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. If I was going to bet this and take this game, okay, if you were to stand on a table and tell me you wanted Washington, I'd go mm-hmm. along with it. Yep. Yeah, That's I, how I, I feel would, too. I would take Washington. I think Washington's defense is really underrated. People yep. aren't under. And I think, look, uh, the, the Ravens gave a blueprint for Washington to go ahead and copy. And sure, you can't script drop passes. I understand oh my that. Gosh, God, you can't. Yeah. But but I mean, I I think there's something to be said there about having having this quick turnaround and having your whole world be thrown up in the air. Playing now, you know, five o'clock Eastern time start on Monday after playing on Wednesday. Yeah, and you know Tomlin's really angry, but like. You know, there's not much he can do because you can't make the guys go run hills or something. I mean, like, you know, he, he can't do much in the middle of the year with all this all the pandemic problems. Pouncey, we, we got to see if Pouncey's... Yeah, that he, was the one thing, right. If he has, if Pouncey has COVID, he's out for this game. He's not playing. Correct. So, I mean, you're without your, 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 your signal caller and you got, you know, Chase Young in that defensive line and without your center... Uh oh, <laughs> Big yeah. Ben has not been moving around all that well. You're talking about one of the better defensive lines in the entire NFL getting after you know a statue back there, a quarterback. Yeah. So if I was going to play, if you told me you wanted Washington, I would not fight you on this. That's actually exactly how I feel. This was one of the games where I was like, all right, if Matt comes in and says, you know, Dan, like this game, <laughs> feeling it, I'd be like, all right, yeah, I'll put it in. That's fine. And again, they lost Bud Dupree. That that's you know a, huge. A, yeah, it's big. So I don't mind it necessarily. I do feel like the Steelers are. I like I like Washington more than Philly. Okay. Okay. Talk about, talk about teams getting eight and a half yeah. points on the road. I like Washington more than I like Philly. All right. So I'm going to cross off the Philly regardless when we go through our finals and we and we okay. think about what we want. But that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that. Last one. Uh, Ravens laying eight and a half to the Cowboys in Baltimore. This is another one. Okay. So you're going to get Lamar Jackson back in this game. It's a it's Tuesday, a Tuesday night game. Like mm-hmm. what right. the <laughs> Tuesday yeah. night? Are you serious? Crazy, so we have Tuesday night football. We have a Ravens team that couldn't do anything offensively, but I I don't know what Dallas does. I, I I'll put it this way: I think I think Jackson comes back and has a huge game. Yep. running the ball all yep. over Dallas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just don't know. I don't know what Dallas looks like. <laughs> like yeah. the reason I want to take Baltimore here. But I'm 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 scared to list to, to you know to, to to delay this type of number here, just because I don't. I mean, it's what seven and a half. Uh, it is eight and a half in the contest. Eight, oh gosh, it's, it's seven it's and just, a half at right now. If you go out there and you're trying to bet it, it's at seven and a half right now. It's at eight and a half in the contest. Yeah, it's just too many points right yeah. now for me. I mean, if that's it was how I seven, feel about it. 
If it's yeah. seven, okay, but eight and a half screams backdoor, something yep. screwy happening. Ravens making a mistake. Yeah. Now they're, they're six and five. That was their season yesterday. Yeah. So, I mean, losing that was brutal. They have, I, I mean, you know, I you throw out that they couldn't do anything offensively. They didn't have Dobbins. They, obviously, the biggest one is they didn't have Jackson. Then they they lost RG3, you know, in the yep. middle of the game. Not that he could really do anything anyway. Why didn't McSorley start? I, you know, I, I don't know. It, with the way he looked in that game, I know. I mean, I think what they basically thought is, look, it's going to be RG3 running the exact same offense that Lamar Jackson can run. Not as well. Right. But he runs the exact style of offense that we run. And so that's what you want to do. You don't want to, you know, say like, is, hey, is it, my point was, isn't that what Pittsburgh prepped for? Yeah. And they prepared for that offense. So why not it. throw a curveball at him and throw out and throw McSorley or at least like throw a package or two together and have McSorley out there throwing the football because he looked way better yeah. <laughs> throwing the football than than RG3 did. It's pretty crazy what RG3 is now, right? Like how amazing he was when he came out of college. And that for, I was explaining it to my son, my seven-year-old, yeah. and just trying to, he was like, that guy's not very good, Dad. And I'm like, yeah, I nope. know. But there was a time where he was like, amazing and totally taking over. Yeah, for me, look, they, they've got so many question marks, especially as we're looking at it now. And we probably won't know by Tuesday, even. I mean, they've got injuries all up, you know, the offensive and line. COVID They're, problems. Right. They've got the COVID problems. But also injury. I mean, I think I, I didn't, I wasn't paying that close attention to that game by the end because, goodness, it was unwatchable almost. But you had, uh, you know, I, I think uh, maybe it wasn't Humphrey, but Jimmy Smith, Smith left. Yes, Smith he left, left the game. Yes. And Humphrey's I thought somebody. Left the game too. They all, like every big name player in defense right. left that game with an injury. So it's just a game where I look, do I think if you were like, you have to choose a side, I would take the Ravens at eight and a half. Cause I think they're, they're going to have a bounce back spot eventually. And I just don't think Dallas is very good, but not for this contest. Yeah. Okay. So that's every game. So let's talk about the three that we have definitely agreed on. And there's a fourth. We, well, there's four. What, the chiefs. Is that the fourth? Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. Okay, I'll put the Chiefs in. That's fine. Um, the Chiefs were sort of like, I'm penciling it in, but I'm not petting it in. Pats, uh, I guess it's getting a half point from the Chargers. The Raiders, Are they really? They're getting a half a point? Did I? You know I always mix it up half the time. I think they're now. laying half a point. Are they laying half a point? I think so. Check, check, our, check my messages to you while Wait, I, while I yeah. do this. Hold on. I'll, I'll look at it right here. The Pats are getting half a point. I'm right. Wow. The Pats are getting half a point in our contest. They are. Yes, I am infallible. I make mistakes. Well, the, the Patriots are now minus one and a half, so yeah. you're getting two points of value yeah, there. What, I like right. it even more. This was a, this was a, they, everybody's going to take the Patriots, and they should. I don't care if it's going to be a public play, because right. I'm just, to give me the coaching edge. I'll take the coaching edge, and I'll go home with my winnings. Pats getting half a point from the Chargers. The Raiders laying seven and a half points to the Jets. The Saints uh, minus two and a half points. The Falcons, the Chiefs laying 13 and a half to the Broncos. So we've got one more. We need a dog. Yeah, we need a dog. We here. need a dog. Okay. So yeah. the dogs that we are considering are, well, the other games we we're considering were the Rams laying two and a half against the Cardinals, which I, I don't love completely. So we've got, okay. we've got two dogs then to choose from the Brown. And I'm okay to do this one because I think you like this one a little bit. Yep, the Browns getting five and a half from the Titans, or it looks like. Washington getting eight and a half from the Steelers. You're going to have to break that tie because I like them both the same. I like them both the same. Do you I, really I, like them both the same? Because it sounded like you liked the Browns a little more. They are. They're on my list for number five. But remember why I'm picking. I'm picking because I'm fading myself on that. Right. Because I want to take the Titans. <laughs> like yeah. I had to like slap my hand because it's five and a half and I hate that number in contests. I want to take the Titans, but. Everything is screaming Titans, and that means we have to take the Browns, or at least I do, because I've been. This is just the public's going to be riding this, saying Baker stinks, the Cleveland Browns are overrated, Titans just annihilated the Colts. So it's going to be a big public play. So I'm going the other way, and I'm taking the Browns. The under the radar play will be Washington against Pittsburgh because I think it's either a Pittsburgh or no play for most people. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's interesting because it. This is an unfortunate part of it's like it's like buying high on Washington because of the big Thanksgiving performance. Right. And I really don't want to do that. But their defense is legitimate, absolutely mm -hmm. legitimate. And given the fact that the Steelers are having trouble stopping the run after they've lost 
Devin Bush. Oh man, this is close. Okay, so this is one, and I know we don't like to do a map, but we we gotta let these marinate a little bit. So well, oh I'm sure, gonna... I, I'm with I'm with swapping out this week. Okay. It's getting late in the year. I mean, the, there are things, especially on a Monday night COVID situation. Right. If, if there are big issues with Cleveland or yep. Tennessee for COVID, yep. we can switch to, to a Monday night Washington. We have the extra day. Yeah. Okay. So, so. for now, for right now, our unofficial pick. It's going to be Washington, and the reason okay. really is the fact that I could see a scenario where the Titans just completely blow the roof off. You know, Henry runs for two giant, you know, monster runs. A.J. Brown breaks a 70-yard touchdown early on, and the Browns are down 14 nothing. Right. And suddenly they're like, oh, no, we can't run this. We, my, we, bra- we, my brain is saying that. I'm telling you right yeah. now. My, my brain is saying Titans big, and yeah. I'm fighting myself because this feels too easy. And when whenever that happens, I always want to check myself and take the other side. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think uh, I, well, let's let's put in Washington for now as okay. our fifth pick, getting eight and a half. And this is a good mix, a good mix of, uh, you know, we're, we're mostly favorites, but it, it's it's a pretty good mix. And I don't think we're going to be too public in, in all these plays. but. We'll see. We'll see. Either... Uh, we're going to be public, dude. Yeah, you're right. As I was looking at it, I was like, well, we're, we're probably... I was public, like, wait, the Chiefs. It's okay, but I was like, we're, wait, we're... the Chiefs. We're going to If you want to go real Jets. anti, we, we just go take Philadelphia, take Washington, take uh, the take the hey, Jets. Man, the, books, <laughs> the books had a huge week last week, right? Last two weeks. Yeah. yeah. So they're due for a mini, a mini correction, right? That they're is correct. A mini correction. Okay. Anyway, look, you guys know what we do. We I will, I will put them on Twitter, what our final picks are when we make them, which is usually Saturday night. I don't worry about anything anybody following us or whatever for the <laughs> if they're in the contest so i'll put that up then we'll talk about you know matt we'll talk about our picks on youtube.com slash betting pros on the live stream sunday morning 11 a.m to noon but this is good i and we've got some options here if, if we decide that we don't like but again this is the time of the year you're right matt like we, nobody could have predicted what happened that the broncos were going to be playing without a quarterback like there can be developments of course at this time of the year with covid but for now you feel okay with this matt yes all right very good so do i all right so that's going to do it for today's Betting Pros NFL podcast. We'll be back next week, of course. Check out the Daily Juice, Matt's great podcast. And again, bettingpros.com, uh, youtube.com slash bettingpros, where you can check out Matt's live stream on Sunday morning from 11 a.m. to noon. Until then, we will talk to you next week, same time, same channel. 